What's up, everybody? This is episode four of His Hands Church Behind the Scenes Remix. The Rockumentary. The Rockumentary. I keep trying to change the name, like spice it up. I don't think it needs to be spiced up. I don't think it ne- I don't think this is about spice. Does that make sense? Like spice. You know what I'm talking about? Like spice in this analogy is you gotta chime in, man. You're just looking at me. <laughs> that's because anything I think of, I'm like, nope, that's not appropriate to make a joke about right now. What kind of inappropriate I, spice no, jokes just, are there? Just, we don't want to. We don't need to wander into the depths that are Nathan's mind. Coriander is that a spice? Is coriander? Yeah, a spice? coriander's a spice. Cumin is a spice. Cumin, chili, chili, chili spice. That's chili one of my powder. favorite spices. Yeah, uh, paprika, oregano. Can we start this over? No, I want to keep this. <laughs> I want this to stay. We're not trying to. We're not trying to make this. This isn't. This isn't okay, some. This enough. isn't some spiced up, flash in the pan. Uh, <laughs> It's turning into a Bobby Flay show right now. Yeah, this is we're this is all about getting real and uh, (laughs) making you know. If you're if this is your first time ever listening to this, um, we're sorry. I'm not sorry. Justin's not sorry. Why would I be sorry? I think I'm having fun. Um, Don't speak. Don't you speak for me? Don't put words in my mouth. (laughs) So I'm I'm Justin. This is my good. This is my good friend Nathan. I was going to introduce you. Oh, I talk over you. That's how this starts every time. That starts in on ends. That's true. I'm sorry. I'm working on it. Uh, let's just do this again. I'm Justin. I'm Nathan. And we both uh, help lead His Hands Church, uh, which we're, we've been part of for about a decade. Um, we play different roles. We've played a lot of roles over the years. Yeah. And uh, now we're kind of in the lead roles. Mm-hmm. Not really kind of. We are. And uh, with some other people that help us out a ton and, mm-hmm. and do a lot of big things, too. So we do this podcast uh, for a very specific reason. The behind-the-scenes stuff is about us pulling the curtain back and giving you a behind-the-scenes look at his hands and why we do things the way we do things. Obviously, this is kind of for a, a specific audience, uh, or mainly the people that are part of, of his hands church that want to really understand our culture and what it is we value. Mm-hmm. Uh, but but honestly, if you're part of a, of a different church, it's always good to get a, a different perspective. It's always interesting to see, yeah. to not just see what people are doing, but why they're doing it. Mm-hmm. And that's something we're really passionate about here, not just the things we're doing, but the reason behind them. Because mm-hmm. if we don't have a reason to do it, why are we doing it? That's right. So yeah. we, we want this this podcast, these behind-the-scenes episodes, to be a chance for us to to pull that curtain back and give you the why behind what we do. So every episode, we just take a question, a question that we either get asked a lot or a question that's kind of a clarifier for some things that we value. And we just put it out there and we talk about it. And we have not practiced. This is not scripted. And you will definitely be able to you tell. You can tell, but that's okay. Yep, yeah. you can. Um, so here we go. Question of the, the moment is, why aren't we a pastor-centric church? Okay, which is kind of a, a, a specific phrase that we use, that whole phrase, pastor-centric. Yeah. But we'll say that. We're not a pastor-centric church. What do we mean by that? Why is that important? And honestly, as the person who is in that role as the, the quote unquote pastor of his hands church, why aren't we a pastor centric church? Cause you know, <laughs> I mean, do you really want that? I don't know. Do I, <laughs> what goes, is there a, what do you, what do you get out of being a pastor? Centric <laughs> <laughs> is there, Ooh, you get like well, a membership card or like that gives you discounts at, at there's no company car. Doesn't come with a pay raise. Some churches have a company car. Let's just be honest. Oh, I was just talking about us. Oh, okay, good. Yeah. I mean, I mean, I, I don't know what other churches. What about a golf doing? cart? What if what if I didn't get a car, but just like a golf cart? We did have electric scooters for a minute. And yeah, that but was that was <laughs> awesome. Just around the inside of the building, 
but our insurance company was basic basically pretty firm like no you can't you can't have your employees riding electric scooters around your building so if <laughs> we, you've never been we to, won't cover that let's give some context to that and we'll actually get to the to the the, the nitty-gritty stuff so um our building used to be a kmart a, mm-hmm. a super kmart and uh and so it's a pretty big building yeah. and back in the early days when i first got got hired here to work with youth uh the office is on the complete opposite side of the building from mm-hmm. all the youth stuff yeah and it's it's a i mean by it's a decent walk. It's probably like three and a half to five minutes. Mm-hmm. But if there is an electric scooter that's just there, yeah, by all means, do it. And so when I started here, you guys were all on these electric scooters, and I was like, okay, I got to. But I was kind of nervous about those because. Oh really? <laughs> well, I, I, I've never, I've never did, um, never done a motorcycle before. Yeah. Um, I never did like scooters, and I was, I did like basketball and baseball. I never did stuff on wheels. And so I can rollerblade and some stuff like that, but those things went fast. They were yeah. not. You know, they were fast electric scooters. Yeah. So we had two of them. I would, I would sort of, because I wanted to be part of the team. I would jump on one if people were going somewhere, and I would just be terrified the whole time. Oh. I was, <laughs> and it, and I ended up uh, wiping out one time really bad on one, like really bad, and yeah. it went into a wall and oh. completely took this whole chunk of a wall out oh. with it. And so after that, I was I was less. Oh. Uh, <laughs> Well, don't look at me with with pity. I no, mean, no, like I'm sorry. <laughs> That's but what, you, were, you weren't the only person that happened to either. I mean, I I had a couple spills on the electric scooters, and one time, Katie, my wife, before we were married, Katie, like it was the weekend we had gotten the scooters. Yeah. And uh, Katie was riding one down the hall. We were like, "Oh, this is so cool!" I was like, "Katie, ride one!" So she gets on. She's coming around a corner, and then had to take. You know, if you're coming from the main hallway yeah. and you hang left to go towards the arena where the high school and junior high meet, and you take a right onto their highway, their hallway to yeah. get to yeah, that yeah. Oh, yeah. lobby, I, that I'm, arena I'm, lobby. I'm totally locked in. It's that last right turn. It's pretty sharp. She was trying to make that turn, but she was coming in way too hot. And she, she kind of stepped off and she was okay, but the scooter just kept going and it was like... It was like a wreck on NASCAR. Why? Like it flew See, up I, into the wall. I was I was 23 when I got hired yeah. here. So now I'm 33. Mm-hmm. I'm I'm yep. much older and wiser. Uh, <laughs> and no, I am. You are. You are. And <laughs> and so I'm just trying to think through whose idea was it to get electric scooters, and in what world is that ever a good idea? Like, in what work environment oh. would be like, you know, what would make this place way better, well, and more efficient? I know what it is. Really fast scooters that. I think at the time, like that was a big Google was really getting huge. Okay. Like as as a company, sure. they were already like they had finally become the number one search engine, but that was still pretty recent. Yeah. When but, there when there were other search engines. Yeah, there had been used. like Jeeves and <laughs> yeah, like people. Anytime, still anytime Yahoo I have a device and, it, and obviously Microsoft is involved, and so Bing is the the go to. <laughs> like it's like, oh. so I'm like, what? I don't want Google. Yeah. So Google, they were becoming the huge thing, and one of the things they Sorry, were like Bing. famous for their corporate culture was like super like goofy and like fun and ping pong tables and stuff. But one of the things they did is every office had at least one electric scooter. And so I think it was just like, if you worked at Google, wouldn't you just email somebody if you needed them to know something? Isn't there like, where were they? I think running like (laughs) here, take this memo to the, the, (laughs) to the vice president. All right. Help your scooter. go. I'm just looking at it from a perspective of going, "Hmm, it was just a thing. It was a trend for a moment. Could this go poorly? And it, it did. It did pretty consistently. And so I think that's why there aren't a lot of electric scooters at offices in 2017. Man, this, this is not the way I saw this conversation going. Um, no, not at all. But, I think we've all learned a lot about 
scooters. Scooters. And if you if you're maybe maybe this is a god thing. Maybe you're listening to this and just right now you've been thinking to yourself, do I need to go purchase a fast high speed, which is just another way to say fast, uh, electric scooter for my office or workplace. And we're just telling you from experience, no. Yeah, don't do that. Don't do it. It's not worth it. Yeah. I almost died. So, to answer your question, no, no scooter, no car, no, no, no really perks, no, perks. no perks. Okay, so yeah. in all seriousness, we're really passionate about not being a, a pastor-centric church. And here's, here's what we mean by that. And I'll just preface this by saying this. God has called us to do things a certain way here. There are certain things that he has made it very clear to us as a team, and, and this originated with, with the people that started our church, do things this way. This is how I want you to do things. So we're going to talk, honestly, we're going to talk about something that's very, very unusual in church culture. And if taken the wrong way, this could sound like us being religious, saying Mm -hmm. that this is the right way and Mm -hmm. everybody else is wrong, uh, because it's pretty normal for churches to be, I would say, at least somewhat pastor-focused. Maybe they wouldn't say pastor-centric, but where the pastor gets a lot of attention and is, is, you know, all that. So, you know, if you go to a different church and, and, and what we're describing is, is not, it's like, that's different from your way. We're not, we're not saying that you're way in the wrong, um, no. but we're really passionate about this. We, we actually think it should be more normal than it is. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, I'm okay saying that. I agree. Um, this is something we'd like to see change in, mm-hmm. in church culture. But at the end of the day, this is something God's made clear for us. And, and we got to do what he's called us to do and asked us to do. So um, this, isn't about, this isn't about taking a, a pot shot Mm-mm. at what is normal in church culture. But at the same time, it is about us exploring and saying, hey, is, is this a good thing? Is this... Yeah. And, and, and going there. Having a conversation. So when I say, when I say pastor-centric, what, give me a mental picture. Like what, what comes to your mind... For me. For, for you when I say pastor-centric. Or when anyone says... It's not about me. Because that'd be pastor-centric. When anyone says <laughs> pastor-centric. When a random person says... Walks up to you on the street because you're always on the street, and says, "Hey, Nathan Fowler, I was thinking of some real pastor-centric thoughts yesterday. What does that mean to you? What does it mean to me? What do I picture? Like I picture it first as like, is it uh, 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 like a branding thing? Like, is the does the church have a brand, and is the brand the pastor? Like that's that's the first clearest mental picture of like that would be a pastor-centric thing. Okay. To me. Okay. And so, uh, you know, that's, that's a great point because, you know, it, uh, see, I, I try to walk this tightrope. Mm-hmm. And uh, I'll, use an, I'll use an example. I've had people come to me and, and say, you know, the church, church is really like a business in mm-hmm. a lot of ways. Mm-hmm. And they're both right and not right at all because right. there are business elements to church. Mm-hmm. You know, obviously we have, to, we have to keep a balanced budget. We yeah. have to... Make sure we're doing the best practices mm-hmm. and, and following the laws of the land and all that Absolutely. kind of stuff. So yeah, there's 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 that side. But but the church is not a business. Right. It shouldn't be. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It, it just isn't. Uh, yep. It's it's a movement. It's a it's a nonprofit for sure. We're mm-hmm. really good at the nonprofit part. <laughs> we're we're we are <laughs> we're doing great. We're at the that. best at being a nonprofit. There's that I know. This is good. No That's good. profit here. No, no, we're doing none. We're nailing that title. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> which I'm which I it's good. That's how it should be. So. So it's just kind of like that, like, okay, branding, you mentioned that word. Mm -hmm. Okay, the church is an organization on many levels, yes. Mm -hmm. Right. Okay, so we we have a name, 
and there are some values associated with our name and there are things that we do, but it can quickly become like the whole business mm-hmm. word. It can quickly become an organization in a whole different kind of way where yeah. it's really, it, it's about marketing itself. It's about yeah. putting this image out there and, and getting people drawn to it. And what mm-hmm. we really want is to see people drawn to Jesus. Yeah. And it's very so. easy for people to stop short of Jesus. Yeah. Stop yeah. short of, not belief, I'm not talking about belief in Jesus, but I'm saying a relationship with Jesus where he is that foundation in your life. It's very easy for people to stop short of Jesus and stop at either an organization or, or a person. And so it is not unusual in, in really ever in all throughout, throughout history, but it's not unusual, I think especially the bigger a church gets, um, for whoever is leading that church to be the face of that church. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And so that's what we're talking about branding. It's very so when you go when when you hit the website, it's like first thing, that guy. Um, or girl. If you hit you know, and, and it's the, the the podcast even might not be the church's name. It might be like that pastor's name is it's in the podcast. My my favorite thing, well I say favorite thing, like my least favorite thing. But you know, you hit the Facebook page and there's a quote on the Facebook page, some image where it's like graphic design's been done and it's like a quote that's kind of teasing the next message or whatever. And then underneath that quote is the, the who it's attributed to and it's the pastor of right. the church. Um, which is so weird because, it, like, think about this, like that concept. I know this is a tangent a little bit, but it's, it's, it plays. Let's say you work for a marketing company and you come up with a slogan because mm-hmm. that's your job. Yeah. You're the one that does that. Okay. You're the one that comes up with yeah. a logo. You would never, like, you would never there would never be like some advertisement for a company and here's their slogan. And underneath that, it's like, like John Walker, who's yeah, our, like who's our a, GM of, of, yeah. of advertising <laughs> and sales. But, but in church, it's like, here's the thing said, just in case you guys didn't know, here's who gets credit. Our pastor said that. Yeah. Isn't that clever? And so oh, it just man. becomes very focused on yeah. the person. Why is that a bad thing mm-hmm. in your mind? Hmm. Why, or it may, maybe bad thing is, is the wrong terminology, but why, why is that something we should be cautious of? Mm-hmm. Um, well, ultimately, just because it, it takes the focus off Jesus. I mean, one of the things we're real intentional about here is that, you know, we, this conversation is particularly in the context of not being pastor-centric, but one way Steve used to put it is that nobody here is trying to be the next Christian celebrity. Mm-hmm. Um, because there's, there can be this little bit of an allure to, you know, whether it's just small in our, in our personal life, or if there's like some sense, like maybe we can get famous with whatever it is we do. Maybe there, maybe you're a musician or an actor or something where there's a chance for fame in your, in your field. And there's this idea of like, I'll get famous and then I'll use my fame to like, connect people with Jesus. And right. like It'll be a platform. And there's nothing wrong with that, but sometimes like we can c- get the priorities a little out of order where then we're... It can be pretty easy in the human heart to rationalize something that's really for me when it comes to fame, justifying it with that, well, I'm going to use it for Jesus. Mm-hmm. Um, but that being said, there's nothing wrong with being famous. But I don't think Jesus needs us to get famous to make him famous. No, he's doing, he's doing I fine. I don't think it's needed. I, yeah, I, don't know, I don't think it's the optimal way. Well, no, and, and you bring up kind of an interesting point about getting famous because we, we happen to live in a very unique time historically. Yeah. Where I mean, yeah. Just, just 50 years ago, okay, let's say, let's say 50 years ago, mm-hmm. you were mm-hmm. a, a pastor. And 
that would have meant that you had a church that you led and, you know, you're probably teaching and, and uh, being the person that's going and visiting people when they're, they're sick and hurting and praying mm-hmm. with people. And, and if the church was big enough to have a staff, you, you'd lead that staff and be responsible for that. Um, so you're leading the, 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 the church and teaching and whatnot. But chances are someone that, that wasn't a part of your church or someone that even maybe lived a, a city or two over, no idea who you are. Right. And no, no way, there's literally no way you could even be known. There was a, a very small handful of people in those days that were, were known. I mean, you're talking about a, a tiny, tiny yeah. number of, of known pastors, right? Yeah. But now we live in this world of technology where because of social media mm-hmm. and, and, you know, things like video podcasts and, you know, simulcasts and other kinds of casts, lots of casts. There's so many ways to cast things nowadays. Um, but, but because of, of the production side of church, really any, any pastor at any church can kind of get their image mm-hmm. and their brand, so mm-hmm. to speak, out there. Yeah, that's true. Right? Yeah. And so, and so that whole allure of, of being a, a Christian celebrity mm-hmm. It's kind of it's more accessible than it ever. It has is very before. accessible. It's super accessible. It, and so in anything, I mean, you look at uh, uh, that's one of the big. I mean, one of the big concerns about our generation and younger is there's this. Well, don't say our generation. I'm not a millennial. You are. <laughs> I our was generations born, no, and younger, especially millennials. The the YouTube. I was born in '83, and millennials are '84. So you're a millennial because uh, you were like technically '86. Yes, I am. Is that when you yeah, got here? Yeah. See, I'm I'm '83. <laughs> I'm 83, so I'm totally, I'm whatever, what am I? <laughs> now I'm having a crisis. I don't, I don't even know what I am. Well, whatever the case, <laughs> it's, it's like a very real dynamic now to where a daily concern is how famous am I online mm-hmm. for the average human being. That used to be an identity crisis that only performers or whatever wrestled with, and it's not a very healthy thing to wrestle with in the and first it, place. And it wasn't instantaneous either. Back it then, it was like, not. you'd wait until the, the this month's uh, album sales came out, or yeah. this week's, you know, here's who's chopping the tarts, but it's, it's minute by yeah. minute. How many people are listening to this, watching yes. this, liking this? Yeah, you're right. So anyone can become a, a celebrity on YouTube any moment, and not, not that there's anything wrong with Or feel becoming, like one. Yeah, or feel like one, but... So now the uh, the hunger for that and and almost like the the need for that has become a pretty real thing in humanity today, mm-hmm. just even on a normal basis. So all the more, like it's it's not just uh, people working in ministry; it's it's just humanity and any anywhere with an internet connection, right, has to wrestle with this on some level. And so what what you see. Like, I'm going to take what you just said mm-hmm. and what we're talking about and build on it. Okay. What, what you see happen a lot, and it's just the way it is, is you have, you have churches, um, and the image, the branding becomes really important. The mm-hmm. person leading the church is oftentimes the face of that, yeah. of that brand. And sometimes it's not just the, the pastor. It might be like, like so I'm in, I'm in the traditional pastoral here, you know, what you'd think of. You're, you're the worship pastor. So we don't have titles. We have, those are our roles. But we, don't, we don't have business cards with titles right. on or anything like that. So, but you, you lead the worship team. So you're also that person that could have the mm-hmm. the picture online sure. of like you know the 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 guitar and the rock pose and all that kind of stuff and and a lot of churches really purposely put that out there mm-hmm. because it's almost like saying hey if you've never been here check out our guy right you know and, and he looks like you know and, and anymore it's usually like you're super trendy looking you know you're you're dressed very very now mm-hmm. uh, your hair is very very now I'm actually looking at your hair and it is very now. <laughs> <laughs> 
I knew this. I'm was sorry. Come it, out. I didn't. It just happened. It just happened. But you're. It's okay. It's, you have you, you gorgeous hair. It's. It's. I think gorgeous is appropriate. Thanks. Is it? <laughs> just. I'm not jealous of your hair, at all. If it sounds like I'm jealous. I'm not. Uh, I don't want your hair. I'd prefer to I keep don't it, want so your hair. I just want my hair to stay on my head. That's what I want. To Dude, have. you and me both. Like that's just what I want to hang on. to. Hang on just to it. Give me a few more decades matters. of but keeping my hair. <laughs> but like. but you know, so it, it's it's played out where. It's just that 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 person is 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 put out there, and the spotlight is is on them. The idea being what you just said: Hey, this guy's awesome. He really hears from God, or she really hears from God, and and so we want people to follow this person because it's by getting to this person that they'll get right. to Jesus, right? Mm-hmm. It's the middleman. Yeah, that's right. And. Uh, and, and honestly, it can get kind of crazy. And I'm not like, I don't want to be, I don't want to spend too much time on this because I don't want to sit here and pick apart stuff. Exactly. But I mean, we've talked about this before. You just, you see, you see people that it, you can just tell this is so purposeful. Everything, everything that's put out there, it's all been run through this, this marketing branding filter mm. from the clothes that you're wearing to the fact that the picture that you're showing was like, like you can tell that they're a professional photographer took this picture right. and this specific angle makes the church look bigger yep. than it maybe is. And yeah. it makes your, your bicep look pretty good in that one, you know, and, and, and it's, it's almost like you go and you go to the website or the, the social media page and it's just like, whoa that guy looks super cool. You know what I mean? Is this a pastor or is this a, a performer, mm-hmm. you know, at some big, big concert kind of thing. And, and here's where, where I kind of have to, to stop and think about it. Um, well, two, two things, like two sort of connected filters. I'll use that, that word. I use that word a lot. Um, number one, can I handle that well? Okay. Mm-hmm. So, so I grew up, and, and moved around a lot, had a lot of different experiences, but I sort of settled in in early high school at a small school, okay? And, and the school I was at was really big. And in the big school, um, you know, I think I, had, I, had, I, I did well in school. I had good grades. That was something that was important to me. And so at the big school, I had like the 10th highest GPA or something like that. Um, but no one cared or recognized that. But at the small school, it was the highest GPA. Mm-hmm. Right, because it's a smaller pond. Sure. At the big school, I was a good basketball player, but at the small school, I was one of the best basketball players. Right. right. Not because I was of my my talent level, but because of the controlled environment that the I was smaller in. Smaller pond. Yeah, and so I, that's how kind of how I was. I went to a small college. I worked at a small company. Yeah. Then God moves me to Atlanta, stinking Georgia, <laughs> the land of of giant, huge churches. Like there's just so many, and so many awesome ones. And so many people leading churches who are kind of like the who's who in all the country. Mm-hmm. And so it's impossible to live here and, and not feel that, that like, oh man, I'm not one of the right. big dogs, right? Right. And if I let that, and who cares? Like, but, if I, but, but if I do care and I let that bother me, well, what can, what can, how, what can I do to make me feel a little bit bigger, a little bit more successful? Mm-hmm. Well, I can, I can look more successful. Right. I can... I can dress different. I can, we can yeah. put that image out there. Mm-hmm. We can really brand, I can, I can put the stuff out there that makes me look like I'm that. Like, I don't have a Twitter account. There's nothing wrong with having a Twitter account. No, not at all. Um, but here's the deal. I know myself. I, I don't want to be able to check some, some page and see how many followers I have today. I don't want that. Mm. Because I want Jesus to get followers. 
Yeah. That's the super spiritual way of looking at it. And I just realized when I said that, like, wow, that guy's, mm. Mm. you know, I'm all about Jesus and never myself. But, you know, maybe what I'm saying is I, I know myself well enough to know that the more of that stuff that I get into, the more my focus starts to be about yeah. my own success. Yeah. Okay. So that's one side of it. Can I handle that? And honestly, I'm not saying that there aren't pastors that can't. There's probably yeah. a lot that they handle that. That doesn't bother them. It doesn't. Well, and whether that messes with a person's personal psychology or not, I remember Susan telling me, I mean, in the first couple of years being here and working with her, she said every ounce of glory, well, we're leading worship. Mm-hmm. You know, that was the context of the conversation. Every ounce of glory you take for yourself, every ounce of attention you take for yourself is being kept from being given to God. Yep. And so, you know, whether or not you can handle the attention, it's like, well, if God is really who we're here to worship, then why would you want any of the attention? Mm-hmm. It should be all for him. All the glory should be for him. Um, and so just as a worshiper, as, you know, if he really is our king, if he really is Lord of Lords, like if he really is our God, then our worship should all be for him. Then any glory seeking would be to take what's his. Yeah. And, you know, and I think that's one of those things where we can hyper spiritualize that if we wanted to yeah. and make it like this really, like I kind of joked about when I said, I want Jesus to get all the followers. And then I, you know, I'm sitting there going, okay, well, I want to be, be clear. There are famous pastors that are famous because God has given them mm-hmm. unbelievable That's right. giftings and, and unbelievable messages that the world needs to hear. And he's, he's blessed mm-hmm. them. With, there are worship leaders who... <coughs> I, I, should, I, I guess I should... No, 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 okay I'm not... For a second? Yeah, absolutely. Part of it, I well, think, depends the context of that. Well, I, th- I think, I guess I should... <laughs> I'm just teasing you. To, to add clarity to what I said before is that that doesn't matter if your church is 50,000 people or 50 people. Right. Yeah. I mean, as the worship leader, as the pastor, this has nothing to do with size. No, Whether no, no. you have a website or not. If if I want the glory for me, I'm I'm not giving it to God. You can you can do that. You of, can do that regardless of the yeah. It could be a, a that's a great point to make. Small group. Yeah, and what I was saying is is you know okay whether you're a pastor maybe there's there's famous worship leaders that mm-hmm. we listen to and love and would yeah, like and totally. people pay money to go listen to them lead worship which is kind of a uh, uh, when you really think about it, that's that's kind of an interesting thing. It's an interesting and, dynamic and awesome that there's people being like yep. I want to worship God so badly. So there's nothing wrong with being. A, f- a famous person. No. But here's here's where it gets, and I think we can just be honest. So you've got those guys, and you have this whole mess of other guys and, and girls trying to become yes. those guys. Yes. I don't think it's intentional. For, I don't think they're sitting there going like, um, I'm going to become, this is my way to get famous. Mm-hmm. But what they, what they do is they connect the success of ministry mm-hmm. with how big is the brand. Mm. Right and how how well known and so and you so you tend to follow the paths you've seen other people go on. And you're like, okay, well, if I want to have a big ministry, I gotta get I gotta get big. Mm-hmm. If I get big, the ministry gets big, and then you know Jesus will get bigger because mm-hmm. of that. That kind of the, the process you're thinking. It'll be a platform for me to to reach more people for Jesus. Um. But like you said, here's what just happens: the spotlight just starts to drift ever so slightly off Jesus. Mm-hmm. And at first, maybe it's just it's just a few degrees. Mm-hmm. And and sometimes it's way more than that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and 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 that that's what brings me to that second filter because the first filter I mentioned was, can I handle that? Mm-hmm. You know, will, will that? And not a lot of people can. Right. Okay. Number two is, 
will people stop short of Jesus? Yeah. And so something that I've, I've learned here in the last three years, I've been in, the, in, in this role for the last three years, the guy on stage talking, people do not need any help to get fixated on other people. That, mm-hmm. That's not something that we need any, like, yeah. any help doing. We do that really well naturally. Like, yeah. naturally, we get hyper-fixated on a person, and, and especially when it's in a God context, we, we sort of connect the dots between God and that person, and we start maybe acting like that person has some special line to God that mm. I don't have, and... And if it's the person that maybe has kind of been in, in that role when you've really gotten excited about God, you can even sort of sure. give them credit that isn't really theirs. It's the Holy Spirit's. Yeah. So people naturally want to, to, to stop short of a really real relationship with God and, and just settle for celebrating a person. Mm-hmm. So we, we don't need to help them with that. Yeah, we want... Just as humanity, like we want celebrities, like yes. even the even the Israelites were like, "Yeah, you're awesome, God, but we, we really do want a king. Like we want a king." We, yeah, he's like, "I'm great... pretty sure you don't want a king." No, we have want you a seen king. what the other countries around you are going through because their king gets whatever he wants, and he's not always that great. And they're like, "Yeah, but we really still want a king." <laughs> you're absolutely right. You know, we we s- we have that, and Paul talked about that in, in the New Testament. He said, "Look, the the, the early church was getting all." divided because some people were, were real big fans of Paul. Some people were real big fans of, of mm, Apollos. That's right. You know, uh, one of the early church leaders. And so he's like, look, don't say that, that you're a follower of Paul. Don't say you're mm-hmm. a follower of Apollos. And you take that and then you, you look at how many, how many people, okay, um, get obsessed with this, 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 this pastor, this person. And in their mind, they need to, it's almost like the old mentality of a priest. I, I need that. Yep. Per- I need that person yep. to, to connect to God. And no, you don't. Mm. You don't. That's why Jesus said, "Don't let anyone call you teacher, for we all have one teacher. Don't let anyone call you father, because we all have one father." Jesus said that himself. Yeah. Which is a pretty clear statement to me of like, hey, it's not about you. Yeah. Don't don't That's don't right. don't create some some artificial. You know, it's, religion is that this this artificial thing that creates extra steps to God. Exactly. Or that yes. tempts people at stopping short. Yes. And this is not my church. No. This belongs to him. It's not ours. Because here's the thing. It was here before I was, you know, even part of it. And there will be a day, who knows when, when it's going and I'm not part of it anymore from, you know, I'm I'm either dead. Mm -hmm. I hope I don't die. Like today. Because that would make this statement really. Don't put your face in your palm like that. (laughs) I know. I know it's, I'm sorry. I have bad filters for. uh, (laughs) It's okay. That's okay. I got in trouble a lot for things that came out of my mouth. I, I get in trouble a lot for things that come out of my mouth, <laughs> which is why I have to be real careful on, on Sundays. Dude, it's, yeah, yeah. No, sure. it's it's a it's effort, man. Because there's times where I'm like, I want to say this, and I know yeah, yeah. that this is not going to come <laughs> this out is, right. This isn't the right I have time to. <laughs> I need to. I need to That's... pray about this a little bit more. Think about it a little bit more too. Anyway, um, no, I just I, people will stop. They'll, they'll they'll do that on their own. Yeah. So without any help, without any encouragement, without any uh, push, people will will stop and get fixated on the person. And they'll say, I go to so-and-so's church. I'm a part of, of his ministry, you know, or her ministry. Um, and it's like, whoa, whoa, hold on. Jesus, right? And I'm like, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. No, no, I'm passionate about Jesus. But it's like, but really, it's when that guy talks, when that person sings, yeah. or when that girl, whatever, yeah. that that's when... and. So if people do that naturally, we, we shouldn't be 
We shouldn't reinforce that. We no. shouldn't. We shouldn't communicate that that's the way it should be. No, and the really. more and the more you know, yeah. visually and and whatever. Uh, the more the more you do things that make that person seem like a mm-hmm. big deal, yeah. that make that person seem a little bit larger than life. You know, and, and yeah, you know the the pictures online, the the whatever the, the the quote that's really epic and the person's name next to it. The more you do that says. Check out what he said. Right. Look at what she did. Look, it just it just makes it, it kind of all the more message. easy. It does. Yeah. It does, and it's not. Again, it's not. It's I, I I literally think here's the truth. I I do believe that most churches, especially kind of larger churches, are way too pastor centric. I really believe that. Yeah. And I'm not trying to be. I just believe that. I believe that it's it's there's way too much focus on the people leading, and. And, and some of that focus could be better used elsewhere. I just feel yeah. that way. That said, I know that most of those people trying to, to, to get to that point, in their mind, it's, it's because they think that they need to be that yeah. in order to really be as useful right. to God as you need to be. They're just trying so hard. Right. Yeah. But Jesus is, I mean, he, he was a big fan of like the small stuff. Mm-hmm. That's he, right. he fought so hard That's against right. being put up on those pedestals. And he's God. Like he literally deserves to be on the pedestal. Yes. But when the people were like, we want to make you our king, he's like, no. No, he, he resisted that. Yeah. And he would do miracles and tell people not to talk about it. Yeah. You know, he'd heal someone and say, don't say anyone. Don't tell anyone to do this. Right. And they almost always did. Yeah. But he would say, don't, don't, which is so the opposite of the world we live in where yeah. it's like, oh, he had something really cool that he said in that. Go ahead and pull that out, quote it, put his name underneath it, tweet it out. Let's get this out there. Let's get as many yeah. people to, to hear the cool thing he said or she mm-hmm. said or she did, whatever. And then you look at Jesus, and it's why, he was so secure. Mm-hmm. And I think at the end of the day, that's what it all boils down to, yeah. is insecurity is a really dangerous thing. And I'm, yeah. I'm insecure about things. Yeah. Right. I am. I just it's saw a picture of me on. I was watching a video of Liam had a, a basketball game this last week. He killed it. He's awesome. And <laughs> I was looking at this video that was posted online. In this one moment of the video, I'm I'm an assistant coach of a first grade basketball team. It's a pretty big deal. I did not know that. Oh yeah, man. I'm I'm the assistant coach <laughs> of the sixes one b one stars. Do you mean assistant to the coach? Assistant to the regional coach. Assistant to the regional coach. Yeah. So I'm the assistant coach, and there was this one <laughs> clip in the video where it clipped over to the bench. And I w- and I first thing I thought when I saw that was like, have I put on weight? <laughs> that was the first thing that, that came in. I um, think that's all of us when we no, see ourselves in a photo or video. That's I agree exactly. What I agree, think. and so that's insecurity, right? Yeah. And insecurity yeah, insecurity leads us to a lot of, of interesting things. Yeah. I mean, really, you can trace almost every mistake someone makes yeah, make to, some poor to insecurity. In that. So when you take that natural part of human nature, which we all deal with. And then you add on this celebratory, mm-hmm. you know, it's like, it's usually not a good combination. Right. And I mean, every year we look at celebrities that just... They collapse. And so why, their family dynamic is falling it's, apart. And it's, then they're struggling under oh. the weight of it. It's another burden. Well, it's, I don't think there's anything more exhausting than maintaining an image. Mm. And so that's one of the things I like about our culture Man. is that... Is that that's, we don't we no, don't have right. this uh, we have to have it all together. I certainly am not a life expert. Certainly, like literally, that's mm. um, I don't know what phrase I would use to describe no. my mastering of life, but expert <laughs> is not the word. And I don't have it all together. And I'm really glad we have a church where I don't have to pretend to be yeah. in that because I think that would just be so exhausting. And I'm really glad I don't have to pretend to be cool because I'm not. <laughs> I'm not right. cool. I never have been cool. And 
just to be honest, the person trying the hardest to be cool isn't cool anyway. I learned that the hard way in middle school through <laughs> early college. And so I just, it's important that the spotlight stays on Jesus mm-hmm. and that we don't get caught up in this uh, trying to be the next big, the next American the idol next of whatever. the church world. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know. And I think it takes it being centered on a pastor, being centered on a celebrity of some kind, whatever, within a church or within Christian culture, whatever. Um, it just it takes the focus back off people. It takes like it it, it it feeds back into the conversation we had in our last episode about religion. Like it just says, Oh, you wanna compare? Great, let's show you who to compare to, and, mm-hmm. and, and not intentionally. We don't set out to do that. Sometimes we do it meaning well, like, hey, I'll be really good at life, you know, not in a celebrity sense, but maybe just in our personal community, in our relationships. I'll be so good at everything that my friends will be so impressed that they'll be like, man, what do you got going on? I'll be like, Jesus. Right. But what it really is is I'm like, I'm like biting my lip, trying, like stressing, sweating every day to do everything perfect to, to try and like that's – that's not yep. ministry. That's that's a tightrope. That's so stress Scott, and pain and burden. Scott Kay's awesome guy at our church said yeah, it really well to me. Scott. We had a we were hanging out at Chick Fil A. That's our go to spot. Me and Scott, and uh, and he said there's a big difference between building a ministry and ministering to people. Right. But we often think that we have to build a big ministry yep. to minister to people. And in building a big ministry, what goes along with that? Well, you got to have a, a superstar pastor. That he's got to right. look the part. He's got to talk the part. He's got to be like super charismatic and or she, you know, whatever. And so. It's like, you got to have that. That's what you need. All this big So stuff. that then you can minister to people. But Jesus just ministered to people. Just went straight to it. And, and it yes. kind of took care of itself. That's right. And so um, that's, right. So that, that, that's what we mean. We, we want to be a Jesus-centric church. We want the spotlight to be on him. Mm-hmm. We recognize that there's always going to be this pull for the, hey, what if, what if I just take like 10% of the spotlight? I'll use that 10% to, mm-hmm. to, you know, just put it on Jesus. Let people see him because people will stop short. I'm telling you, they will stop short if you... If you make that a thing. Now, that said, because we need to wrap this up. Um, do I dress cool enough? <laughs> I did notice you got a new Puma hoodie. You're wearing it today. I got it for Christmas. My mom got it Was for it me. Was it Christmas present? Oh. Yeah, my mom got this for me. Yeah. I've never worn a Puma anything in I, my life. I didn't think so. All of a sudden, I was like, I didn't I didn't even know Justin was in a Puma. I don't know. Like, what, what is Puma known for? I have... You're asking the I wrong person. Like I, I know is so it little soccer, about running? sports. I don't know if <laughs> don't it's know a, well, anything I'm about I'm a basketball sports. guy. Puma is not a basketball brand. Okay. At least, I mean, you've got Nike, Adidas, Nike's and really Under right. Armour. Yeah. Back in the day, it was Reebok. You know, so Reebok what does was, Puma do? I, th- I don't know. It must be a sport that, like, soccer. They must. I bet it's soccer. Soccer or, or uh, like, they're maybe, a big like, brand. running. They're like big. Running. Yeah, no, I see their shoes. But so, um, so, yeah, my mom got this for me for Christmas. And it's not a, it's nothing like anything I wear. It's very, like, brightly colored. Well, not really. It's, it's a bold. It's a bold pattern. It's a bold pattern. Thank you. Yeah. It's it's kind of, but, it's super comfortable. Yeah, I bet. Okay, it's one hundred percent polyester, so I don't have to worry about it shrinking, which is great because polyester doesn't shrink. I don't think so anyway. Yeah, not like cotton. Not like no, never like yeah. Cotton. And so, I uh, I love not having to put effort into what I wear, especially the colder it gets. The colder mm-hmm. it gets in the year, the less I want to like worry mm-hmm. about. I don't. Yeah. You do well with layers and. <laughs> stuff. I've I'm got just all like, my, like backpacking and motorcycle. Yeah, I just want a sweatshirt. So I, I always I have put on. a sweatshirt. Yeah. And this is my sweatshirt this year. My mom got it there for me, go. and I'm wearing it. And <laughs> she, I took her out to lunch for her birthday today, so I thought mm-hmm. I'd wear the sweatshirt that she got me to oh, show her that I care. Son. That I care. But no, no. Son. Honestly, do I dress cool enough? Because I think what well, I mean it's good that we've talked about this, but I've like or like a <laughs> tattoo. 
Should I get a, should I get a tattoo? Oh, man, I want tattoos so bad, and every time I start to think like, okay, I, I could afford a tattoo, I go and blow. Are they money. expensive? Well, is it like what you get what you pay for? Is that how it goes? With I tattoos? think it's you get what you pay for, and I, I'm like, if I get a tattoo, I want like color. I want like, and I just every time I get close to where I could pull the trigger and buy like go okay. get that done, I buy a guitar. So I buy guitars. So how many guitars do you need? More. Why? I just, you can't. You can only I, play one at one time. I, but I love I, them so much. Why would you need more? <laughs> well, you, you set them up with, differently with different strings oh, okay. for sense. different weights. That they have sense. different sounds um, because the way the pickups uh, and different wood sounds different. Like I a, can like rationalize like, like like it, like a, is it all like day oak? long. You have like an, you got a, you got an uh, oak, oak and a pine, a, not and oak, a cherry. But you have maple next. Um, good old maple. And then there's rosewood or maple fretboards. You have mahogany bodies versus hand carved um, mahogany ash. Or um, alder bodies. You have chambered hollow bodies. So on this whole bodies. pastor-centric thing, here's uh, what I'm thinking. Got, here's um... what I'm thinking. <laughs> I'm thinking. I think I'm 33. <laughs> so I've still got time to be to be cool. Like yeah, no, it's to be super cool. <laughs> because you know you've got like there's this window. You I don't think you can be cool as a pastor from like 35 to 45. Mm-hmm. It's just impossible. Mm-hmm. You can be cool in your early 30s, and then you can be cool again when you hit like. 45 50 and but you read oh. like 30 and you're right. stop then you're cool again yeah but so like, there's a short i'm about to hit i'm about to hit the the, the oh, no man's, man's land so what i'm saying is here's one thing the right tattoo the right haircut and i'm thinking like with like a shape shaved into the side like yeah. a lightning bolt maybe come on the right haircut <laughs> the right the right tattoo if i lose another 10 pounds <laughs> And then if I lose another 10 pounds, I, should pro- I could probably wear a medium shirt, but then I buy smalls. <laughs> okay? And, okay? And then I don't even know what pants are popular anymore. I guess like super, super, like, like uh, some joggers or some like super skinny jeans. at the ankles right now. I don't, right shoes. I, don't even know. I noticed like really tight jeans, but then really ba- like baggier shirts is yeah. kind of a thing. So maybe yeah. I don't have to even worry about losing that, the weight then. And that's great. I don't have to worry about losing uh, the weight. That's wonderful. can wear some Spanx. I'm perfect. And... <laughs> I'm just I'm just saying there, that maybe maybe we're wrong, and maybe we should go the we whole other direction. Let's do that. I don't know, man. I've never we haven't tried it. <laughs> We've never tried. Let's not. No, I'm, I mean I'm, I don't want to, but I'm just saying <laughs> I could get like uh, our hi- highlights and hair cool now. Is that a thing? Do you guys do that? It was cool, like when Insync was around. I don't, I don't know what's next, cause like the lumberjack look is on its way out, and I don't know what's coming into. Are you saying place. plaid is about to be out? The lumberjack thing has been like a big deal for a while. Like look like a city lumberjack with a top. Oh no! Line. So, but it's, two things they have to. So something no, else plaid has, has to, to stay in fashion, cause if it's, I gotta buy new clothes, I, well, I don't really have to. Cause I don't care about being in fashion. So forget it. But the beard, beards have to stay, because beards hide neck fat really well. I look twelve without a beard. I just look old, like I have ne- so. neck fat. I don't care about how old I look. I'm saying like, I need <laughs> this. I need fat. this beard. This beard gives me a cushion. <laughs> it gives me a cushion. It's like creative shading. Yeah, it's, like it's fantastic. Good makeup and then and then if you like, whatever. If you if you shave, you look like you or if you even trim, you look like you lost weight. Which didn't. It's just your face looks smaller because yeah. the beard's taking up less space. So no, I need I need the beard. <laughs> That's all about my image, and I, I need to really need to focus on that more. I think. Okay, so bring us home. Let's let's just end it. Okay. All right, you guys are awesome. We'll talk to you all later. Um, have a great one.